<clears throat> All right, we Gucci. Let's do it. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. H cubed up in this bitch. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We back with another episode this week, man. Yes, sir. And we're going to hit y'all with another regular episode. We're going to talk about a few topics. Uh, one of the topics that we've had in the brewings for a while, we just haven't been able to get to them specifically, but we're going to you know, talk about that. But I thought, you know, since I had a little kind of, you know, somewhat small vacation, that mm-hmm. kind of, you know, a little dolo move, I just wanted to give a little anecdote for all my all the listeners out there, because right. uh, this, this, this will teach a very important lesson. Let me just say that. Let me just preface it by saying that. All right. All right. So I want to skip y'all all the unnecessary details, but I went to Nashville. I, so I'm from the DMV area. And, you know, I went to Nashville to watch the Tennessee Titans play. That's my football team. Don't ask me why. It'll take too long to explain. <laughs> but that is my team nonetheless. So I was like, man, let me go out there, treat myself, you know, get myself some nice tickets to the game, which mm-hmm. I did, thankfully, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and be out there for two nights and, um, and you know, come back on on Monday, which is which was yesterday. So, you know, well, boom, got my tickets, got my fucking flight, got my hotel, everything was straight, right? So I get there, boom, everything is good, right? First night, everything is straight, da da da, whatever. Kind of go out for some drinks, get some food. You know, I'm getting older now, so I'm not really one to to go look for like the the rah rah crazy yeah. shit. At least, especially if I'm by myself mm-hmm. in a place that I don't know. Yeah, right. So. I just went to kind of like some a low key kind of joint and kind of just grab some drinks, watch the fights, watch the games. It was cool. That, that's my kind of vibe on a Saturday night for yeah. me that I prefer, right? Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> so whatever, boom, cool. Saturday night was cool. Sunday morning, I wake up, I you know head to the game, I get some breakfast, get, head to the game. The game was cool, right? It starts to rain a little bit, but it's straight, right? And then it clears up. It rained maybe for like ten minutes, right? Okay. I got a slightly wet, but everything was straight. Like, I wasn't really even, like, I wasn't soaked or anything, right? Okay. So, boom, uh, the sun fucking clears the sky. The game starts. Boom, 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 right? Everything. Long story short, the game is a tie game. It's about to be going to overtime. And then I see some clouds coming up overhead, right? Uh-oh. And I'm like, fuck, it looks like it's about to start raining, like, pouring, right? Like, it was them kind of clouds. Like, yeah. There's certain kind of clouds that just tell you, my nigga, go inside because uh-huh. it's about to pour. Watch out. He's about to get <clears throat> Watch out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously, me being a dickhead sports fan, I was like, hell no. I'm going to stay my ass out here and enjoy <laughs> the rest of the game. I mean, and rightfully so. If I had to do it again, I'd do the same thing. Mm-hmm. No, I right? Especially since I traveled, I don't know how many miles yeah. to go watch it. So, yeah, I'm not about to leave uh, no time soon, especially if we're going to overtime, right? So, boom, went to overtime, right? The motherfucking... Uh, we were about to kick the game-winning field goal. We kicked it. We made it, right? And I'm talking about, dog, as soon as the ball went over the fucking goalpost and they put their arms up, you know, for, as a field goal uh-huh. and we won the game, my nigga, it's like immediately the <laughs> rain just started pouring something crazy, right? And, you know, I had my phone out because it was an exciting moment and, you know, we won the game and I was just – I was boosted, right? Yeah. So – Boom, I put my phone out in this pouring rain. I'm talking about like I had no business having my phone out <laughs> in this kind of rain. And yeah, dog. So I'm walking out. Boom, I'm excited. Da da da. And I'm like, hmm, I haven't felt my phone like, you know, vibrate or fucking do anything like that in like a couple minutes. And mm-hmm. I just won. And I know like my friends is texting me and all that shit. So I put my phone out and it's fucking off. And I'm like, that's fucking weird. So I try to turn it on. The joint turns on, right? 
But then it's kind of like glitching a little bit. Like the screen is coming on. It's kind of uh-uh. fading off. And I'm like, dog, please don't let this happen right now, right? I'm fucking by myself. <laughs> I don't even know how to get back to the hotel. So, all right. I fucking FaceTime my friend. I don't even mention it to her, but I'm just like, oh, like, you know, we won, da, da, da. I just kind of like told her how it was. I kind of showed her around the stadium and it was look, it looked pretty tight, right? Mm-hmm. And I got off the phone and maybe like three minutes later, I noticed that my phone, if you have an iPhone, the little app where it comes up when you turn the phone on, yeah, that shit, like it kept popping up. So my screen went black. I had the little Apple thing and it kept going back and forth. Uh, between a blank screen and a little apple popping up, right? Uh-oh. So long story short, my phone turned off and I could not turn it back on. Oh, Mind y'all, I am in a stadium that's about six to seven miles away from my hotel that I stayed at, oh. right? And I didn't know exactly where I was. Oh, you know what I mean? Because, you know, I fucking took an Uber. Yeah, exactly. And I, like I said, I, at that moment, was like, what the fuck am I about to do? Because my main concern was like, damn, dog, like my friend, my, you know, folks and my friends that I've been talking to, they're going to be like, that's weird that all of a sudden, you know, he's not responding. Just, yeah. Yeah. Being in a different city, particularly my parents, my mom, I know she's a worrisome person. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck, right? Like, what the fuck am I about to do? I don't even know how to get a fucking Uber back because there's there's really not that many taxis running around in a major city now. Like, it kind of blows your mind because uh, you would think like in most major cities, you would see a good amount of taxis. But now because Uber is so prominent, yeah, it's like half of these People who were taxi drivers are now Uber drivers because I guess convenience. And I think maybe... now you have to specifically call the company so they'll send someone out yeah. to get you. Like you can't just flag them down anymore. You can't, saying, yeah. bro. So so get this right. So at that point, I'm happy we won, but I'm like, what the fuck am I about to do? Right. <laughs> so dog, I asked somebody, a random person. Luckily he was a Titans fan and he looked like he was pretty nice, was nice of a person. I was like, yo, can I please use your phone? I know this sounds crazy, but my phone just died and I just want to let my my mom know that I'm okay, and I'm probably not going to be able to answer her calls for the next, I don't know how long. Yeah. I called my mom, and I was like, hey, my phone died. I don't know what I'm about to do. I got to go figure this shit out. Mm-hmm. And it was just the craziest thing because <clears throat> I went from such a high <laughs> to like, all right, to almost borderline survival mode. No bull. Because, because like, mind you, you know, Tennessee, for those of you I don't know, it, it has gotten a lot better in the sense of like, you know, it's a little bit more culturally diverse now. Yeah. But nonetheless... It, it, don't get it twisted. It's still Tennessee. It still wi- oh, for sure. <laughs> still Tennessee. So, you know, I'm <clears throat> slightly, you know, it's funny because, like, people say, like, oh, like I kind of feel more worried being around a bunch of white people than a bunch of Spanish or black people, mm-hmm. Be- especially in areas like that. Because it's like, you know, like I said, it's the South. It's Tennessee. Yeah. I'm not saying that, you know, every person in Tennessee that's white is racist, but I'm saying that a lot of motherfuckers that I saw probably were. So, <laughs> nonetheless... The nigga let me use his phone. I call my mom's up, whatever, right? And now, nigga, I got to find a way to fucking get a cab, which, again, like you said, typically you can't fucking uh, just, you know, call a like, you know, stop a cab in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. So, because them niggas just don't operate like that. So then I fucking walked into a, a random ass building, like a nice building. It had like a little front desk uh, uh, reception looking desk joint. Okay. And I was like, look, man, I know this is going to sound crazy. Please hear me out. I'm not from around here. I just was at the game. My phone will not turn on. I think I need to put in some rice, right? Uh-huh. And then she she kind of just cut me off immediately. It was, oh, I'm sorry, but we can't help you. Da, 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 whatever. And I was like, man, please, man. Like, I really don't know what to do. I pretty much just begged this lady. 
And she eventually let me use her phone to call the cab company, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, again, the only way to even call a cab now, which is yeah, crazy. Yeah. So, boom, I fucking call the cab company. They're being dicks, and they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll send somebody over there, right? So I'm like, I don't even know, like, because I, I couldn't hear him at first. So he had to repeat himself a few times. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he just got kind of mad. He was like, yeah, yeah, we'll send somebody over there. Whatever. Oh, God. Right? And I was like, fuck, right? And I was like, all right, let me step back outside. Nigga, I waited for like 20, 30 minutes. Nobody fucking came. <sighs> so I was like, man. Fuck this, though. I'm going to try to just... The next cab that I see, I'm going to just run to their window and be like, yo, please take me, dog. Yeah. I really don't know where the fuck I am. Sure enough, dog, little Ethiopian dude was driving, ran up to his joint, knocked on his window. I was like, hey, you know, please. You know, I know that they probably didn't call you for me, but can you take me? Luckily, he had nobody in his car. And my man knew where I was going. I knew the name of the hotel. So I was like, yeah, can you take me here? At least you got that. (laughs) Nigga, but my phone was not turning back on. Now, mind you, nowadays... Everything is on your phone from your boarding pass yep. to get on the fucking plane. Reservations for the hotel. Reservations for the hotel, nigga, everything, right? So I was just like, what the fuck am I about to do? So I get, I finally get back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. I asked the front lady, I'm like, is there any grocery stores around here that might sell uncooked rice? I explained to her the whole situation and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. She kind of laughed it off a little bit. But she was like, yeah, but it's not really walking distance. You might want to, you know, I don't know if you have a car. And I was like. How far is it? She was, oh, it's about a mile down. And I was like, man, fuck it. I'm about to walk to that joint. <laughs> so I fucking sped walked up to that joint, dog. Got there. Got my fucking rice, right? My nigga, why when I get back into my room, about to take my phone and put it in the rice, that joint turns on and stays on for the rest of the trip. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody at Apple fucking with you, dog. <laughs> oh, listen, bro. It... Oh, my God. When I tell you, and again, I told y'all, just so y'all know, if y'all ever do decide to travel alone, make sure you either, A, have some other form of, well, first of all, A, have numbers written down. If you're traveling by yourself, I'm telling you, I am doing this the next time mm-hmm. I travel in general. Yeah. Because sometimes, it just kind of proved it to me, that sometimes technology will fail, sometimes yep. shit will fuck up, and it might have nothing to do with the rain. That mm-hmm. shit might just fuck up just because. Yep. Cause you know that's how technology be, and um, and you don't want to get in a predicament like I was. Cause granted, thankfully nothing really happened, but you know, I guess potentially it could have. I could have yeah. had to walk all the way, which is crazy because I didn't even know which direction I was walking. You know, cause I can't just pull out my phone to look at the GPS. Yeah, and you know I'm in fucking mini Vegas, which is another thing that it's, Nashville is pretty cool because it's they have like the little Broadway joint or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's literally mini Vegas, bro. Oh, wow. Like, it, it has the Vegas feel and everything. And don't get me wrong, okay. it was cool, but I couldn't enjoy that shit, nigga, because I was over there fucking trying to figure out the phone situation. But <laughs> nonetheless, y'all, man, everything worked out. I was able to get my phone to work. I ended up putting it in the rice afterwards just to make sure. I was, yeah, I was like, nah, we ain't, nah. this shit's not about to turn off on me before I get, before I'm able to, you know, leave this joint. So thankfully, you know, 48 hours later, the phone is still straight. I turned it on and off a few times just to make sure. Mm. So we Gucci. But again, if y'all traveling, write down the numbers of people. Because now niggas don't be knowing numbers of anybody because uh-uh. everything is, you know what I mean? Like yeah. back in the day, <clears throat> you would at least know your house number. Mm-hmm. You know, nowadays we don't even have house numbers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Basically. So, so yeah, man, that's that's my little anecdote again. <laughs> traveling, traveling alone. Do that. Or if not, carry another like a tablet or something. Even if you don't plan on using it, you really never know. When it'll come in handy, even That's if right. it's just to let one of your friends know, like, hey, can you let, can you call my mom and be like, hey, you know, so and so's phone got turned off. Mm-hmm. 
you know what I mean? At that point, that was the only, had I not been able to use the dude's phone, I don't know how I would have let my folks know. But yeah, nonetheless, yeah, man, go out man. there and, you know what I mean, just be careful out there, y'all. That's, That's that scary thing. shit because I I haven't had, uh, what do you call it, Um, I haven't had the problem with my phone uh, disappeared, but I lost my wallet for a while uh, mm. the last time I was in Orlando. And that flipped me the fuck out. Turns out my actually, I uh, it fell out of my pocket in the Uber that I was in before. And luckily, I, I, I was like, all right, cool. At least I can, you know, contact the Uber. Because one, I remember the first time I used an Uber, the very first time I used an Uber, I left yeah. my phone in the Uber. So <laughs> I didn't even have a way to do. I basically ended up in D.C., drunk as a skunk, trying to go to this party for like my, like a memorial party for my friend. I couldn't. I I could find. I couldn't find um the the actual building. I couldn't remember what the actual address was, and then it turned out that even <clears> if I had found the address, it was like a little side entrance, not the main entrance. So of I, course, and of I course. didn't see anybody. Of course, that I knew walking in the street. So my first drunk thought was Metro, because I don't know what time it is, and I've got a long ass ride. <laughs> uh huh. Hey, I don't blame you. At that point, you're again. It's like you literally enter survival mode. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? Because it's like at that point, you just want to make sure you can get back to a safe, secure spot and make sure you're not trapped in the city. You know what I mean? Yep. At a certain a certain time or whatever. So, And that was a yeah. long walk back because I had to walk from what? Uh, Glenmont Metro Station to like almost Aspen Hill. Yeah, that's, that's probably, for those of y'all that don't know, at least a good 35 to an hour walk. At least. And I did not have the clothing on for it. Yep. <laughs> it was starting I to get believe a little it. chilly, so... I be, hey, that's the worst too. When it's getting cold, and yep. you kind of have to put your, you might have to put your arms in your shirt type shit. Mm-hmm. Hit that little, you the like you said, that speed walk. <laughs> yeah. But it's always the worst when it's like it's like you not drunk because if you was drunk, you could still speed walk. But oh, it's like you coming trippy. back from it, from all coming off it, and you tired, and it, it's just like ugh, the worst. You know? You're just shaking your head half halfway there, like exactly, just just damn, angry bro. the whole time, just angry the <laughs> entire fucking time. Hey. But this is what I be telling myself. Uh-huh. If that's my bad luck for the month, fuck it. I'll take it. You I'll know take what I mean? that like, all day in the pain. If that's my karma for this month, fuck yep. it. Man, that's wild. Well, at least you had a at least it was a it was a win because it would suck for them to have a loss and Nigga. then all that shit go down. Cause that had just compounded everything. You'd be like, man, I ain't never come to this motherfucking city ever what? again. <laughs> and the funny thing is, right? I had like I said, I'm a diehard Titans fan. I don't know, y'all can't see it, but in the back. I got a whole wall dedicated to them. It sure does. You know what I mean? There it is. Yep. Tighten up. You already know what it is. But <laughs> this is my third time going to Tennessee, right? Actually, this is like my fifth time going to Tennessee, but it's my third time going to a Titans game in Nashville. Okay. But this is the first time that I have gone to see them in Tennessee and saw them win. <laughs> so, nice. again, it, 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 what you're saying is probably true. Had we fucking lost and all this happened, I might have never gone back. To be honest, <laughs> because I'm just like, yo, this is just this is just bad luck at this point, dog. man. But um, but yeah, no. Other than that, though, Nashville was pretty fucking cool. I have to say, for those of y'all have that have not gone, I know it's ten list of you know bucket list of traveling in the states or whatever, but it is a very prominent <laughs> like, uh, like um, like a on the on a come up kind of. Uh, area because I feel like a lot of the uh, it's just been re- like revitalized like the city is just full of life okay it, it really that it, it actually doesn't feel now granted if you go on like the outskirts of Nashville you'll probably see like a couple hick towns and shit like that yeah of course but it it, it really kind of picked up like a 
kind of like a major city vibe to it in a sense. Okay. So well, I mean, you know, you know what you call it? Uh, Nashville is like the I know the country music capital of the world. So you yeah, think, no. you would think it'd have been a little more like you know cosmopolitan. Oh, so say it again. I think you you would think that would be a little more cosmopolitan. Like not as big as cosmopolitan is like like New York City is considered cosmopolitan like region because it's very diverse. There's a lot of people okay. there. You know, it's really busy. So it's like I can see Nashville because it is a major city. Yes, and it it has a lot going on there. But like like I, it sounds it sounds more exciting with you talking about it than I've ever heard it described. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, like, and, and that's the whole thing about no it. Shade, is that, like, no shade at all. <laughs> no, no, and you know, honestly, before I went, I, I thought the same thing because. You know, it's, it's safe to assume that, like, you mm-hmm. know, typically, like you said, I'm not the biggest country fan in the world. But if you walk around uh, the, the downtown area to the different, I want to say they call them honky tonkies. And it's kind of like a, yeah, it sounds like some racist shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, so they call like, like little bars that, um, bro, I swear they're performing at these joints every, like every, literally every like. 30 feet it's another honky tonky and there's another band playing there like another wow not not probably not like 99.99999% of the time mm-hmm. it's like some up and coming you know you know local act or whatever yeah but i've heard that sometimes like a few relatively known artists will go up there and just kind of perform at like one of the little joints. i mean that's kind of dope like i i mean live music is pretty dope usually no yeah. matter what kind of music it is Nigga. So like I and, and, I'd go down there just for that if you if you can go to just different bars and experience different types of music that'd be dope as shit. That's literally what it is, and it's literally going on from like ten a.m. up until like fucking three in the morning. Damn, dog, I'm telling you, like, and, and it was crazy because you know I'm thinking, oh, it's mainly gonna be country, and don't get me wrong, a lot of it was country, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of like, I like like rock, like you know what I mean, yeah. like, and, and there was a lot of different like rock sounding shit that was going on. Honestly, even more than country, so so I was pretty, you know, pretty into that. Mm-hmm. But like I said, unfortunately, I wasn't able to fully get immersed in it because <laughs> of the whole phone situation. So I do plan on being back at some point in Nashville this time, either with somebody else or you know what I mean, with a fucking tablet just to make sure I'm fine and and hopefully on a day that doesn't fucking rain. Yeah, I was but, about to say one of the main one of the main lessons we can use we can learn from this is don't use your rain, your phone in pouring down rain. No, please don't. <laughs> Please don't. And the, fun, the funny thing is, right, I couldn't even be like, God, why did you do this to me? Because I totally 1000% did this to myself. <laughs> that's the that's the lesson in all of it is that a lot of times we're on our we're in our own fucking way. So. Hey, at least you recognize that. Oh, yeah. That. Hey, listen, we in a we in a fucking self self-awareness month or whatever the fuck they call it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but. But fuck it, let's 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 get into hip hop, man. I'm sorry for for keep y'all up, but definitely <laughs> a nice little twist. Let y'all know that we live in life over here. Yes, sir. You know what I mean, and we 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 over here fucking up sometimes too. Hey, big facts, yo. <laughs> All right, well, we decided to go a little bit different today. We are going to talk about a couple of little uh, normal subjects that we would normally do, but then we're going to uh, pick up on one of our topics. So I I thought it was hilarious because I didn't I didn't see or read what instigated the issue. But apparently, I guess I think his name is Kevin Petty, which is the husband of Nicki Minaj. No, it's is it is it not Kevin? I know it's Petty. Know, the last name is Petty. I know that. It's definitely Petty. Uh, husband, Nicki Minaj's husband. His name is damn. That's how you know that he is really a nobody. But um, <laughs> Kenny. Kenny. 
Yeah. Okay, Kenny. I was close. I was close. Uh, so Kenny Petty said something. What about, did you say, Kevin? I said Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> you close, close. <laughs> uh, he said something about Cardi B, and like I said, I did not yeah. see or hear what it was he right. said about Cardi B. So and this started a stupid situation. A stupid situation. Now, I granted, all the way through. <laughs> now, granted, guys, you know, for one, I think if you know, it's kind of weak if you know you're a guy and two girls just arguing. Even if it's your girl, that's the one that's arguing. Yeah. And you kind of get into the the whole shit. Like, into the kinda, mix, yeah. You just like you know when two dudes is arguing, you know, as a girl, you should kind of let the two do like you shouldn't get into it because you know that at, at a certain point, you know tensions get flared and you know just you don't want to be in a situation where tensions getting flared up and you're a girl and or a woman and you know you could potentially get hit in exactly like that, right so nonetheless again same thing goes for men i feel like if you know your girl's beefing with another girl nigga stay out of it like yeah. it's between your girl and the other girl now granted if, if you know her nigga comes into it and you kind of and she tries to disrespect your girl that's a whole other situation which again is kind of what's going on in this situation <clears throat> Where pretty much again, I, sorry for not knowing the the you know explicit in in depth details, but essentially from what I'm understanding, is that Nikki's husband said something disrespectful to Cardi. Uh, obviously, you know Nikki and Cardi have a beef, an ongoing beef, for mad long now. Yeah. Don't really know the uh, why, but I'm almost positive the majority of it is coming from Nikki's side. Yeah, because you know we've talked about it many times on the show, and again we're not trying to get the bars on us or anything, but mm-hmm. I just, it, you know, plain and simple. I look at Cardi and I look at somebody who like a girl I might've went to school with, who yeah. was cool with everybody, mm-hmm. who was loud, who was ratchet, but was cool. You know, yeah, like exactly. yeah, I fucked with her, you know what I mean? And she, and, and you know, and she was, she was the homie essentially. Right. Yep. But when I see Nikki, I just see like a stuck up joint that like thought she was the shit that nobody really fucked with, but you know, she was kind of pretty. So, you know, she had the, the, you know, the one boyfriend or whatever, but like, you know, niggas really wasn't cool with her like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And kind of, that's kind of like the vibe that I get from Nikki. And to me, that's why to me, I'm always going to be team Cardi because again, she just seems, I don't know these people in real life, but just off of what they give off the energy that they show, mm-hmm. she seems like the person that I'd most likely want to be a, us uh, aligned with you know yeah I mean? she just seems like every time you talk whether she's promoting an album or reading the video or whatever or just talking bullshit she always seems like she having fun yeah exactly that's literally it that's probably the best way to put it right there she just sounds like she's having fun she looks like she's having fun with nikki it's almost always like a, a weird face a weird energy from her yeah somebody it's like she's who, being forced to do something yeah exactly and it just doesn't but again, that that kind of just explains where we're at with it. But yeah. to go back to what was going on, mm-hmm. again, Nikki's husband got involved, says something about Nikki. I forgot the the um the exact things that she that he said. But nonetheless, that's when Offset apparently DM'd him and was like, "Yo, where you at right now?" Like, like you know, essentially, it's like stop getting involved in and woman shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, come holler at me, essentially, right? Exactly. And that's when. They released like a video, and by they I mean uh, Nikki's husband and like some old New York bloods or some shit. Uh. Some nigga, some motherfuckers that's probably like in their mid forties and gangbanging stuff. No, not all of them. Nigga, what? I believe so. Wow. I- see, this this is the magic of the internet and being able to see this ratchet shit and not just hear it. 
Nick, it, 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 let me tell you, the optics look crazy because it for like two seconds, it felt like it was 1997. Oh, my God. You know God. what I mean? Like, like, I'm talking about the brims of the hats weren't bent. So you had the wild, <laughs> stiff-ass brims. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like 1999 all over again, right? Wow. So it's just so insane uh, that he felt like that was a good idea to come out there looking like that mm. and to make the video. And again, essentially it was, was one of... Uh, Nikki's husband, aka Big Zoo, is apparently his his hood name, whatever. Um, <laughs> he was out there. The, the dude was hyping him up. He was like, "Who said Big Zoo ain't outside? Who said Big Zoo ain't outside?" And, oh and then he was just kind of like on the corner talking shit, like, "Man, y'all niggas don't know who y'all fucking with, man. Y'all must not know. Y'all y'all think y'all playing? Y'all playing with the wrong one?" And I'm just like, "Yo." Get these old ass niggas in bed, dog. It's past their fucking bedtime. It's not even that cold out. Why y'all out here like it's cold? Like y'all out here thugging it for real? Nigga, it's like 57 degrees outside. And y'all out here in crazy ass jackets and shit and fucking hoodies and shit. Like, come on, bro. So again, that happened. They had their little rah-rah, whatever moment. And again, if if you have not seen this video, please go look it up. It is probably one of the most cringest things I've seen in a long time. Because again, these are old, older guys now. These are not younger folks. I want to say Offset is like he might not even be thirty yet. He might yeah, be like twenty eight. I don't think he's thirty yet. You know what I mean? So, and, and you're talking about a motherfucker that might be close to twenty years older than him. You know what I mean? On, so, go ahead. It's, my it, 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 it's, 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 I don't know, man. Just the optics of it look crazy. So, of course. You know, Offset this whole weekend. If y'all if y'all weren't keeping tune, he went to uh, the Colorado college football game. Which again, if you haven't been keeping up with that, Deion Sanders, uh, the whole coach thing, is going crazy. He's um, he's has one of the most popular football teams in the country right now in, in the college world. Uh-huh. And uh, Lil Wayne brought the team out during the game. Oh shit! And and Offset was there to kind of hype up the crowd and shit like that. So oh, nice. he was there while all of this was going on and he did like some interviews places. So the next morning after the the Nikki's boy uh man's video came out, he released a video of him laughing coming off a jet, essentially saying like, "What the fuck are y'all niggas talking about? Wow. I literally just jumped off of a fucking million dollar jet and I literally am Richard at, like 10 million times richer than you and you're a fucking you're famous off your off your husband off your well yeah essentially off your husband off your fucking wife you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it was just it was just like a a petty ass back and forth that realistically you know just should have never happened to begin with but again i i I just don't get it you know what i mean like especially coming from nikki's husband's side you're already a convicted rapist. You're already this, that, and the third. Why are you even bringing attention to yourself at this point? Exactly. Just play your role as a stay-at-home husband. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Take care of the kids and let Nikki bring that bag home. Because regardless of how we might feel about her, she's still one of the more popular female artists. She's definitely, you know, regardless of, again, of how we might feel about her personally, she can still wrap her ass off. She still, you know, did what she did musically. She still has, I'm sure, a catalog that's bringing in money. So just mm-hmm. play your role, man. Like, stop bringing yourself to the limelight. Taking, because, you know, all of this makes Cardi look, or Nikki look bad, too, at the end of the day. Yeah. It's by association. So uh, just an update on their ages. Uh, Offset is 31 years old, and mm. Kenneth is 45. So there's a 14-year difference. Yep. Could be his son. <laughs> it could be. It could definitely be could be. And Kenneth is about... Yeah, like you said, he's like 20, 25 years 
too late with this type of threatening shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he's, 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 he's real late with that. Like, he was off the energy that, like, young motherfuckers is going to be on. But it's like, you're an older guy. Like, you know that this is, for many, many reasons, not the, ra- not the way to handle this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For many reasons. Even if you do want to cause harm to somebody, you should know by 45 that getting on Instagram and, you know, screaming into the camera is probably not the best way to handle this, especially Yo. if you want to hurt the guy. Exactly. So and you figure like you wouldn't want to be making threats to people on the Internet with no. the status that you currently hold legally. I'm sure that they watching you to see if you're going to do any other type of dumbass fucking shit. And I mean, I don't know how they I don't know how threats and shit like this go on the Internet, like how they look at that versus what he's done. But I right. mean, I would I would assume that if you got in trouble for molesting or sexually assaulting or whatever the fuck it is, whoever the fuck it was, I would assume that the law probably pays attention to what you do online and shit like that. Oh, for sure. For sure. It's probably part of your probation, mm-hmm. especially if you're a person uh, if, or if you're either a person of, uh, uh, you know, a famous person or mm-hmm. you're connected to a famous person. Exactly. In this case, him being married to one of the most famous uh, musicians in the world. Exactly. You know what I mean? So like for put, sure. You put an even bigger sure. microscope on yourself just by marrying or being in a relationship yeah. with Nicki Minaj. So like, for sure. why would you do anything stupid when you probably already know that they're looking at you and they're looking at you twice as hard? You got like the regular police and the hip hop police looking at you. Nigga, I tell you, it's probably one thing, and it's fucking ego, and it's a goddamn shame that this goddamn grandpa probably, yeah, you know, is over here fucking having an ego trip, you know, because of a motherfucker that's fourteen years younger than him, yeah, essentially answered back to you, because apparently, like I said, apparently he said something to Cardi, and then that's when uh, you know he kind of stepped up and was like, yo, like. You need to chill out with my wife. Exactly, and you, you know? he has every right to do that because that's his fucking wife. <laughs> and again, like I said earlier at the beginning of the joint, like if two women is having a conversation or a fucking argument, unless you're just breaking it up for there to not be a fight, there's yeah. no reason why you shouldn't get involved in any Ex- way, shape, or form because exactly. it's not your business. Exactly, literally, literally not your business. It's not a man's business. It's a female's business. It's a woman's business. So let y'all let, let them handle it. Just like again, if two dudes is fighting. Girls, women, do not get involved because just things happen. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's just, I don't know, man. It's, again, more than likely and thankfully, you know, nothing is probably going to come from this. They're probably just going to somehow, well, I don't know if they're going to get in contact with each other because of the whole Nikki and Cardi thing. But, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm sure things will just pass over and people will just forget about it like they do everything. I mean, I'm sure it will because, I mean, we don't even remember the reason that Nikki and Cardi are beefing. No, we, just, we don't. We just remember that debut. It's like it's like Foxy and and Lil Kim back in the day. I can't remember why they beef. It was was it was it kind of like this? It probably it was probably something stupid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like it was probably something really fucking stupid. But but did, did they like really not fuck with each other? Yeah, they did not fuck with each other at all. Oh, Lil shit. Kim especially. Lil Kim was the pettiest of the petty about it. <laughs> she didn't even want to be think, in the same that's space. That's why Foxy that she Brown was. wasn't. I feel like, because I'm going to be honest with you, I feel like, yeah, Foxy Brown is a a known artist, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like not as known as Lil' Kim. You think well, that she didn't try to go it? into the pop round, pop realm aspect of it where Lil' Kim did. Right. Lil' Kim entertained more of the pop um, aspect of it and made more pop-sounding music than Foxy did. Yeah, for sure. And Foxy was like, 
she was almost more i would say not underground but she was she rolled with those more types like she rolled with the az's she rolled with the nazis right with the cormegas you know like that was her that was her flow that was her crew that was her style so that really mm-hmm. wasn't the same style that lil kim had lil kim had like you know she 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 was her a protege of biggie she had that party style so it it better equated to not only hip hop music but also pop music. Foxy's music right. did not really translate into a, a pop anything. In fact, I can't think of her really having too many featured artists, especially ones that were big. I think she's had Spraga Brands on one, and that's a big reggae artist. Um, right. She's had China White, which is like if you know about like if if you know about uh, shit, who the fuck did China White run with? I can't remember now, but she's had China White on music before. Um, you know, most of her features are not big, big pop stars or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, but I mean, Foxy was just as lyrical and just as talented and everything. So it's just, um, it's just a kind of like the flip flop of it. It's not the exact same mirror thing with, with Cardi and Nikki because Nikki and Cardi both are able to rock it on the hip hop and the pop stuff. And they have no problems having features with bigger, small artists. Um, sure. But it's just, I'm saying that it's probably something similar as in they're fighting about something stupid. <laughs> oh, it almost always is. It yeah. almost I mean, always shit, is. even with the niggas, they, they also fought over dumb fucking shit. Like the fucking... Uh, wasn't the whole Nas and Jay Z over something that somebody said like, and it wasn't even like anything. Yeah, it was really again something Yo. so stupid I can't remember exactly what the fuck it was. It, it it reminds you of high school, doesn't it? Yeah. The only the only beef I can say is legit is because the Fifty Cent and Ja Rule because Fifty Cent did get shot seven times over the over that beef, but but uh, he has carried it on. Wasn't that like the whole like Supreme Team shit and like uh, like I, the people that was backing. Ja Rule essentially didn't fuck with 50 or yeah. 50 didn't fuck with them. Something like that, yeah. And e- yeah. either way, 50 Cent got shot over what the fuck their, their altercation was. So I can understand the ongoing beef with 50 Cent. Now, oh, yeah. 20-some years on, you think that a nigga wouldn't be trying to really bring it up at all or be really <laughs> trying to, you know, but, but my nigga has decided to just be King Petty with everybody. I love it, but at the same time, I don't. You know what I'm saying? Listen, <laughs> you know, I, I'm known to I'm be just... Petty myself. I'm just glad that 50 is very calculated and knows he's probably not getting himself in any real trouble by, you know, picking that whatever, uh, you know, scabs he's picking that. Like, I I, kind of somewhat remember it, but I kind of want to see a compilation of 50 Cent talking about Ja Rule after the whole Fire Festival thing. (laughs) Because I just know it was, there was, and then the whole time where supposedly he brought all the, he bought all the front row seats. Yep. For his concert so nobody would be there. That's fucking, that's like, that's like God level petty, Doug. But that's also Uh, like rich nigga petty. Like you can do some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? You can only do that if you're rich. At that point, (laughs) you're willing to throw away thousands of dollars just to make a point. (laughs) Well, shit, 50 Cent is good friends with Busta Rhymes, and he stays flaming Busta Rhymes online about things. Did you see recently? Yeah, that was just that that made me think about it. So, like, like, your friends aren't even safe, dog. Busta, man, what's going on with that video, man? Like, you too old and too big to be doing that. Busta, you know, I get Busta's one of the the last like wild performers left for real, and he's he's getting up there in age, and you can see it now because I mean he had a good performance, but he wasn't moving around like he used to. Because when I saw him when he was skinny with the long dreads like back in '03, that yeah. mother it was like he was motherfucking Sonic bouncing up and down off the stage Nigga, and shit. He had DMX energy. Yeah, exactly. So I agree. Like I remember, you know, when I would. Um, 
when like the uh when Busta Rhymes videos came on TV, mm-hmm. it, like I never really understood it because it was so different. Not only the sound of the music, because mm-hmm. obviously with the Timberland production and all that, but also just again, actually, his Tim- Timberland was not his producer, his in-house producer. What? Uh uh-uh. uh Get the fuck out of here! I swear to God, I feel like all them. I don't know. Not all of nothing. Really? Those were not Timberland. Because That's like what? Well, put your hands on my eyes can see when disaster strikes. That came out before Timberland was even like a main main name. Really? Yeah. That you know that's kind of interesting because I I so for some reason maybe the uh, the what do they call it? Well, uh, he's had them since, and I think he's had Neptune's joints since too. But yeah, but a lot of his older guess, shit wasn't uh, Timberland. Damn, you know what's that shit called? The Mandela effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, I so remember it being to Timberland Beats. That's the crazy part. Now I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. I'm sure, look, listen. If, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna doubt it. I'm not gonna doubt it at all. Because if anybody knows better, it's definitely the person who lived through that era. Uh, you know, older than because I, I was probably like nine or ten at the time. Yeah. Probably, no, this is in the '90s, right? Yeah, this has been the '90s, like '96, '97, '98. Okay, yeah, I was man, I was like three years old. So. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, no, like. Busta was always like this, you know, eclectic, just like out there, yeah, kind of uh, enigma. You know what I mean? I can't think of another word. Full to... energy, just like you can be lyrical, be rap fast as shit, have all the energy, and even when you rap at a normal pace, you have the same energy that you as if you were rapping at fifty miles an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I would compare him to, right? In a lot of ways, and, and maybe I hope you understand this, and I hope the audience understands this, because if not, then I'm gonna sound like a fucking idiot by this comparison. <laughs> but <clears throat> he's like the rap version of lady gaga in the sense that at the beginning of their career uh-huh. they were just super out there super crazy with it <laughs> and then now they're older a little bit older nigga when's the last time you seen lady gaga do some wild shit you know what i can give it to you like that because buster rhymes used to used to dress wild too that's what i'm saying like yeah. him, him and andre 3000 back in the day were the two rap niggas that used to dress the wildest Mm-hmm. So That's I can I I would I can agree with you on that I can agree with you on like their careers were like very close like that. Yeah, in the sense that a lot of it I'm not gonna say all right maybe a lot of times people uh, like it would overshadow their music mm-hmm. even though they were musically talented both of them. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of what it was also for both, you know, for Lady Gaga and uh, Busta because again, for me particularly as a kid. I just remember it being like different. Like I really didn't know if I liked it or not. It was just different. Honestly, I've heard of, I've heard about a lot of people saying that like they really didn't like Busta Rhymes just because you know it was a lot going on, or mm-hmm. you know they couldn't understand what he was saying, or he was just too wild for them and shit like that. So I get, I get what you mean off of that because I've definitely heard oh. that before. Yeah, and I mean again, same goes for Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's obviously had her fans, but I'm sure a lot of the you know craziness kind of turned away a lot of people because they're like. I don't know if I like this. This is kind of weird. Exactly. You know what I mean? But I mean, I, I would also assume the opposite that a lot of the weirdness brought in a lot of people because they were like, okay, what's this bitch about to do next? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's true. <laughs> that is true. But yeah, like, I mean, either way, it it it, it got them notoriety. It may not have been the gr- the best notoriety or the best uh, attention that they had initially wanted in that case. Right. But I mean, you know, they're, they're out there. They're still out there, both performing and going out while, you know, going out and doing their things. So... Hey, it worked for them in the end because they were both very well musically inclined, but they had like this, the, this, the, the characteristics or the, they were characters, you know what I'm saying? And they were able yeah. to play different characters. And I mean, shit, look at the fucking video for put your hands where my eyes can see. Not, uh, well, not to put your hands where my eyes can see. What is the other one? Uh, 
this is serious. We could make mm-hmm. you delirious because he's chasing himself dressed as a white man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like his character in the video is chasing himself who is dressed as a white man. So it's mm-hmm. just like the whole video is wild, but you don't get videos like that anymore. Oh no. And that's one of the reasons he got a Vanguard award cuz Missy got one of them the same way cuz her videos used to be wild like that. No, I mean and it's crazy right because I mean videos used to just mean so much more back in the day. They really You do. know what I mean because now it doesn't really matter how good your video is. It just matters that you have a video. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't but back then people really were paying close attention to every detail of the video and it was just yeah, man, like like people would remember specific videos. You don't really have specific videos that you remember nowadays because they all kind of look the same now. Exactly. And remember yeah. one of the cornerstones about videos once they started doing it, uh, this show, making the video where they would go through and show the people shooting oh. the videos and the new videos and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Dog, that was so vicious to see just yeah. because of the style of videos that people did. Nope. You'd see mm-hmm. all the background stuff and how they made shit happen in the video. Dog, it was one of the most interesting things that was on TV yeah. at the time. And it was sure. just another like one of those um uh, i don't want to say inspirational but it was like one of the first uh another one of the first reality shows that went right. behind them like behind the music and looked at shit like that you know it spawned shit like behind the music and mm-hmm. all of this other shit um because there was nothing like it at that time and for music videos since that was the era of music videos it was dope as fuck because they had all of the biggest artists and you went through their video shoots and you learned all type of shit you saw how people acted behind the stage and shit like that it was one of the dopest shows ever if y'all have not seen behind the video hey you know it's crazy right whatever it's called what uh, (laughs) it's crazy right because you know obviously i'm almost positive right that we could find a version of of that on youtube now for certain videos now right but it was it's, it's such a something it's such a like something of the times mm-hmm. because back then this was when there was no internet you couldn't just look shit up like immediately so you kind of had to tune in whenever that show came on yep and you know again that's why i feel like and again i've had this briefly this discussion a couple times on the show where like you know attention span and all that shit comes in where like back then because we had very few choices and options, you know, we, we had like whatever we had on cable. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was a lot easier to be like, Oh, I'm gonna watch that. And I'm gonna make sure I tune into it because yeah. I'm not going to be able to just watch it again. And I feel like having that option to do that is what causes motherfuckers to kind of just half-ass watch it and yeah, to, or, or to not give a fuck as much because it's like, man, I can just watch it whenever. Exactly. And then a lot of times you end up not even watching it at all. But you know what I mean? Because this was, you know, in the 90s, maybe early 2000s. Yeah, dog, like that shit. Like, I remember seeing shit like that, like the, the behind the scenes of certain music videos. And it just gave you a whole new, like different outlook on on creativeness that goes behind it. So mm-hmm. it was pretty dope. For sure. And I'm, I'm actually looking it up right now, right? Apparently this joint went for 14 seasons from mm. 1999 until yep. the last episode was 2010. That sounds about right, because around that time, I want to say is when like the streaming shit kind of started to kind of yeah. come afloat, uh-huh. and that's when that took over music. Because you know, I feel like it went from music videos to streaming. Yeah, and I mean, there's, I mean, huge artists on this list. I mean, in the first season alone, hold on, Ugh. that's what happens when you blind and you look at a mm-hmm. bright screen forever. Oh, I feel you. Uh, you had. Britney Spears, LL Cool J, Jennifer Lopez, Jay-Z, 
Jewel, Blink-182, Mariah Carey, yes. Puff Daddy, The Offspring, The Red Hot Chili Peppers, Sugar Ray, Garbage, Enrique Iglesias, Whitney Houston, and R.E.M. <laughs> My that, nigga, that, that's like all A-list artists. <laughs> all A-list artists all across the, the, the spectrum of music from Latin music to like classic rock. Like what the hell, yo? Alternative and all exactly. that. Exactly. Everything. Pop is in there. Season two. Season two kicks off with Dr. Dre and Eminem. Forget about Dre. Come on, dog. One of the biggest Dre songs. Come on, dog. And the season two ends with In Sync with Bye Bye Bye. <laughs> Again, one of the biggest pop songs of all time. And then the absolute last episode, the one that was in the only one that aired in 2010, actually. Because it's weird, because like season 14, it starts in 2007, but ends in 2010. And there was like. 2007's got like six entries 2008's got four 2009's got two and there's only one for 2010 but the last video was California Girls, Katy Perry and Snoop Dogg Mm, so that honestly, just tells you like and if I read this list like with Nelly Furtado, Jennifer Lopez Natasha Benningfield, Rihanna uh, Foo Fighters, Avril Lavigne Mariah Carey, Usher, Bon Jovi um, that's still huge exactly that last season fire all across the spectrum of music so it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. It, and it is called uh, making the video. Hey, hold on. Let me confirm this real quick, because when you mentioned NSYNC, I just it kind of made me think. Backstreet Boys was definitely before NSYNC, right? Yes, from what I can remember, yes. But they were like they were like months apart from what I can remember. Yeah, it's so crazy, right? Because I remember, you know, at a certain point, <laughs> this is one of like the funniest memories I have as a kid, right? Okay. Because I, I must have been like maybe like eight or nine, or maybe even younger than I'm, like maybe like seven, right? Uh -huh. And I remember, um, like my my cousin got me hip to like in sync or or it might have been the Backstreet Boys, right? Yeah. And you know, like I remember, um, she like let me hold like a cassette of them performing because again, you know, when you're a kid, you get influenced by the order kids that of you course. associate yourself with yeah. your brothers and sisters cousins whatever right mm -hmm. so i was like, oh this must be the cool thing to listen to right so i was like oh this is cool you know my older cousin's listening to this so let me start listening to it and they were doing like the whole there were she let me hold a video of a performance of theirs right oh shit and they were doing like the little dances and shit that they would be doing uh -huh. and, you know i was i liked it i started liking the music and i was like man you know let me try to do the little dances to it and then my brother walked in the room as i was listening to it and you know my brother at this point was fully invested fully into like you know early 2000s rap yeah so as you can imagine there was a lot of like you know like anti-pop music <laughs> yeah anti-pop music like yo well, why are you listening to this gay ass shit you know what i mean and it was uh, you know and it's so funny because i don't know if i ever told him but i was like yo you may have stopped me from listening to insane but i feel like you kind of killed because you know a lot of times people like, you know, don't do shit because they're afraid of what other people are going to think about it. Yeah. And honestly, I think that is never a reason why you shouldn't not do something. Facts. It, you know what I mean? And I feel like that kind of ingrained in me that, you know, oh, you know, you should kind of care what people. So in a yeah. sense, because, you know, that, the reality of it is that I was kind of even if I might have been influenced by my cousin to listen to it. Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, I was liking it. Yeah. And then I was like, man, I don't want to be uncool around my brother. You know what exactly, I mean? So yeah. I nigga, that was the last time I listened to fucking Backstreet Boys in sync. <laughs> and that was the end of that, though. I actually was uh I wasn't a big fan of the stuff um because it was just repetitive and annoying back in the day mm -hmm. for me. Yep. Uh and I kind of grew to like it because when I worked at McDonald's, we had three satellite stations, country, oldies, and pop. <laughs> and of all of the people that worked in there and all the different music that we listened to, the only one we could agree on was pop. Mm -hmm. So we it was every pop song that you could think of 
in the 90s, like the late 90s, early 2000s, is what the fuck we listened to. And it was a lot of NSYNC, a lot of Mandy Moore, a lot of Backstreet Boys <laughs> and Britney and Christina. Man, all them damn old songs I remember because of working that like <laughs> year and a half at McDonald's. <laughs> oh, no. I feel, nah, don't get me started with fucking uh, work soundtracks because I got oh. for, from my time working at Bob's. Let's get Dog. in it. That's our topic now. Fuck it. <laughs> Work <do> soundtracks. It. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. No, but, no. Like it, it's just such a crazy thing because again, if you've ever worked retail, man, the reality yeah. of it is you've probably had to deal with work soundtracks. And again, it's something that comes on, and the only time that it changes is when it gets seasonal, and that makes it even fucking worse. Oh god. Now you have no. Granted, I ain't even gonna lie. Right. I used to be somebody who wasn't into the whole like seasonal thing or whatever because I kind of was like a, a Christmas Grinch for a long time. But then <laughs> I feel like I kind of, I don't know, I kind of try to feed into like the whole little Christmas spirit. But regardless, even if you are the most merriest person in the world, right, nigga, after listening to the same fucking, you know, like, 10 Christmas songs mm-hmm. day in, day out for yep. the last three, two months, mm-hmm. bro, it is honestly one of the worst feelings everywhere especially when you're blown walking into work mm. you're like god damn i really don't want to be here for eight hours and i got this dumbass song we had a um i used to work at a spice shop and they had a like an mp3 player and like an old mp3 player that you could like buy from um from like best <laughs> buy so you had like maybe a hundred songs max that was on that joint and that right. was the joint that we were supposed to play at every store and it was just like you know classic rock music and some rock music and some pop music here and blah 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 but it was all it was a lot of bad versions of songs and <laughs> and and the, the holiday season made it worse because they would send us a specific one uh, mp3 player that was smaller but had all the christmas music on it so it would have every it would have all the christmas music and then of course all of the bad versions of christmas music so none of the versions that i would want to hear like the temptation singing rudolph the red-nosed reindeer or anything like that mm-hmm. no it was like like the oklahoma boys choir or some shit like that singing that joint and it was mm-hmm. absolutely terrible um, or some kind of super pop version of like some kind of Christmas song, and it's just like <laughs> exactly. And I got to the point where I corrupted, um, not even uh, a couple of the coworkers that were kind of like you know <laughs> not 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 go against the rule type people, but I even corrupted uh, my manager. So I used to put my Zune player on that joint, and I would make <laughs> specific playlists for work, so it would be songs that were cool to groove to, but like no bad words and stuff like that. Right. So some of the lighter rap songs. Um, so like you know, pop music, rock music, punk music, right. shit like that, and um, and everybody that I worked with didn't mind it, and my manager was like, "All right, well, I ain't gonna say nothing. Like, I'm just gonna act like I didn't know what was going on." <laughs> so like, hey, kudos um, to that guy, man. No kudos boom. to that guy. But when I worked at Journeys, these motherfuckers would send us a CD, like a mm-hmm. DVD, and we'd have to <laughs> pop it into the player with the two TVs in the system, and it would play about twenty five songs. And you'd have this for like three or four months before they send you a new one. So (laughs) the same 25 songs for three months. I did find one of my favorite bands of all time, though, on that, I will say. Uh, This band band called VHS or Beta. Um, I'm trying to remember. They're from out of the South, but I can't remember exactly where in the South they're from. But it's like a very, they're a rock band, but like. I wouldn't call them classic rock and there's I don't know what to categorize them with because their music sounds a lot different from every album. 
Um, but mm-hmm. I like them. They're really cool. But that's the only good thing about those 25 songs for three months that we had to suffer through. And then they just sent us a new CD that it would be another three months of 25 songs. <laughs> so that was it. Nah, let me, um, let me, that kind of reminds me of, you said your favorite rock band of, of, of all time, but what, one of my favorite uh, rock bands is this uh, band called Three Days Grace. I don't know if you ever heard of them. I've heard of them before. Yeah. So, um shout out to all my you know wwe fans out there but i remember growing up there was a wrestling game called uh smackdown versus raw oh yeah and it was dog again if you grew up in that era or if you just were watching wrestling in the attitude era no no after attitude era the um the fucking uh damn why am i blanking on that right now what is the uh damn i have to look this up i'm sorry <laughs> what the fuck is it um after attitude era it is the ruthless aggression era i'm sorry uh, okay for all those uh wwe fans please forgive me for not knowing that off the top of my head especially <laughs> because that was the era that i watched as a kid but again uh when that was going on there was again a video game that came out called smackdown versus raw one of the greatest games of all time mm-hmm. uh, if you play that joint for sure and the soundtrack of it, oh my God, has some of the fucking most vicious music on it ever. That's what kind of got me into listening to rock uh-huh. because at the time, like, again, I think I've told this story a couple of times where um, my parents were being whack and they wouldn't let me listen to rap because, you know, they thought it was bad for me. But again, they would let me listen to like reggaeton, which was, you know, just as vulgar, just as violent sometimes, but yeah. whatever, you know, it's a whole cultural thing. But nonetheless, I was like, fuck, I want to listen to you know, other music, and that kind of got me uh, into listening, excuse me, into, uh, like, alternative rock, mm-hmm. different kinds of rock like that, because I remember they had a, a they they would do a couple bands, but one of my, two of my favorites, there was this band called Bre- Breaking Benjamin, I don't know if you ever heard of oh, them. Oh, yeah, I know them. I fuck with them, and, and that was the first time that I had ever heard of them, it was a song called Firefly, oh, and that joint was fucking vicious, and then Three Days Grace, uh, Animal I've Become, uh, was the main one that kind of stuck out to me. But again, you know, video game soundtracks is, you know, it's it's, oh, it's so crazy because I like that was such a thing. And aside from like FIFA nowadays, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't think of like no game that like has like a or even you know spends any kind of energy towards making a a good soundtrack. I was gonna say FIFA. Uh, I think it was like FIFA 11, 12, and thirteen. I found some other like really cool bands that I like just from the music. And we're like, okay, let's look up the soundtrack for that. Oh shit. You can download the entire soundtrack, man. There's a lot of good bands and a lot of good groups that come yeah. in and out of the FIFA soundtracks. But what do you call it? Um, I didn't play the game, but I had seen it played enough to know that the soundtrack was always legit. Uh, the joint where you drive around and like, you know, like vice city and all that other shit, you drive around and you'd be shooting people. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto, you'd be shooting people and shit like that. When you get in the car and turn on the radio. Oh yeah. Yo, that shit is always legit. Oh, listen, bro. Since like Grand Theft Auto three, like it, they, they've, cause you know, that was something that kind of, I want to say was integrated into that game or yeah, Grand Theft Auto three. Like you say, you turn on the car mm-hmm. and you, there's different radio stations. And what's cool about it is that, um, like the commercials are very unique and they'll have like a little, <laughs> funny twist to it but yeah the fucking actual music that they put in there yeah was vicious and that's actually how i found out i remember playing san andreas that's how i found out about uh welcome to the jungle by uh guns and roses now mind y'all i was probably like 10 at the time i know it's not like a super crazy song to know but nonetheless 
that shit just kind of just blew my mind when I first heard that song playing uh, Grand Theft Auto. See, so was... I, I didn't even realize because the times that I had seen it played, I guess the person always has had it on the hip hop station. So mm. I knew like there was hella hip hop on that joint. Oh, I for was sure. Like, Damn, this is in the game. Then I realized that, yes, later on that you they have different stations and that there was a lot of rock music and shit like that. So just the eclecticness alone for the soundtrack of, of that yep. game is ridiculous. Also, shit, I just had it in my head. What was the other game? Oh god damn it. Oh, god, I, it's gone now. I can't let me, remember. Let me let me say one soundtrack which isn't you know what you're expecting as far as like it actually being, you know, music you listen to outside of the video game yeah. realm, right? But um I don't know if you ever played uh any of the Donkey Kong games growing up. Oh yeah. But the, the early ones bro, for sure. Yeah, the early ones talking about like Super Nintendo joints. Uh-huh. My nigga, go back and listen to them joints, and it's just, it's like the most beautiful music ever. Cause it's like, I, I looked, there's like whole videos of it on YouTube where like they described that at that time, Nintendo's uh, music director or mm-hmm. whatever, the person who decided what music to put on, supposedly the nigga was just fucking vicious. And he was just making all kinds of vicious, you know, uh, music that went with the game. And Donkey Kong, Country Two, I think is what it is, mm-hmm. has like some of the most vicious. Mu- oh, let, let me, let me. I, I have to it. play this because I remember some of the music from Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic Two was so fucking legit for some of the different levels that they had. Oh, for sure, for sure. Hold on, let me. Uh, damn, I don't know how I'm gonna find a specific song. Is it this one? But it was very like, like trippy kind of sound of music. Oh yeah, that's dope shit. Let me play, dog. It was like a specific joint that again, I have no idea how I'm going to find uh, was it Donkey Kong Country 2? Uh, fuck. Hold on. Uh, shit. Right. You know what? Let me was it this one? Oh, that's actually dope as shit. That sounds like some dun 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 type type shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm telling you, bro. Love. That's what that shit is called. Moments in love. I'm telling you, bro. Um, damn, dog. Which is that one song that's like um that somebody sampled, and and it's, and that's kind of what brought me to it. But hmm. again, it, I don't want to take up too much time. But yeah, that was. That, them soundtracks were so crazy, bro. Um, just because you know, obviously they weren't music that you're you know typically expecting to hear. Yeah, like a, like a pop or rap song or anything like a rock song, but it was something that was the added flavor to the to the game a lot of the times. So. Yeah, I feel you on that. Yeah, you know I mean, oh, uh, what was I gonna say? Another joint. I was just getting ready to say. I was gone. Um, oh, the 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 new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. My mm. nigga, the soundtrack to that fucking music, that movie is yeah. vicious. It's all New York based hip hop. I swear to God. Really? It is so fucking vicious. You know, it's crazy because I seen the reviews of it and it's, it said it's one of the better movies of the year, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I can imagine and, that. And it's crazy because I wasn't expecting that. For mm. some reason, I'm thinking it's going to be some kind of like reboot that's not going to be all that great. But I heard it did. it's a really good movie. The only thing I don't really like about it. I think Donatello's voice sounds the youngest out of all of them. Now they do have like young teenage actors all doing the voices. Donatello right. to me sounded like a child versus the rest of them. Like his voice hadn't hadn't broken yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, 
And the other thing I was going to say about music, um, shit, this is what happens when you get old. God damn. <laughs> uh, God damn. I'll come back to it. Right. But for real, that Turtles joint, it's like uh, when they start a fight, it's uh, what do you call it? It's um, Annie Up. They play Annie Up on the oh, major okay. fight. Oh, and uh, Ice Cube makes a vicious bad guy because he voices the bad guy in the movie. He's not. He's Master Splinter, or is, is a different bad guy? No, he Master Splinter is the, the 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 father of the turtles. The bad guy is named Superfly. He's like a creation of Baxter Stockman. If you remember who Baxter Stockman is, oh, but isn't Master Splinter like the the bad guy? No, Master Splinter is the one that taught the turtles how to fight. Shredder's the bad guy. Shredder. I don't yeah. know why. I fuck <laughs> but yeah, yeah, when they go when they go to do the fight, all the mutants go to fight the Superfly character, who's who's uh, Ice Cube's character, and mm. Annie Up is the music that is that's st- that starts the battle. It's nice. like the the music choices for this movie were absolutely ridiculously good. Yo, that kind of reminds me for some reason of uh, I think I've talked about it on here. Oh, that's another music video game thing right here. I talked about it not too long ago. It was the Wu Tang Clan uh, Shaolin style fighting game. I can imagine. Bro. I was gonna say Fight for New York. That was the other one I was thinking of. No, oh, you know that joint. Uh, that's like Ray. Rah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yep. The, the Wu Tang drum. I, I really don't know what that drum is called, but dog, it, it's just, it's funny because the game is very mediocre, but the soundtrack, <laughs> again, you know, as a kid, that was so, it was just the craziest fucking thing ever, dog. Because again, you just had songs that you might, you typically expect to hear, you know, on the, on either on the radio or like on a CD. Yeah. And again, this is before the internet. So you would hear, hearing them on the video game was like, oh shit, like this is my joint. Yeah. So, and nah, actually, yeah. go, kind of going away from this, but stay, sticking with like um, shit that you didn't expect to be good, bruh. Like you said, the video games, like you know Donkey Kong, you know like the, the all the all the music from like the the nineties and such. Those Ooh. cartoons from Disney Channel from the eighties and the nineties, nigga. The yeah. theme songs have no right to be as good as they are. <laughs> I swear to God, because I found this one joint where it was like, you know, it was like the Disney afternoon collection or something. And it was all the theme uh-huh. songs from the different joints. First of all, there's like three and five minute versions of some of these songs. Like oh, the, yeah. The Rescue sure. Rangers theme. That joint is so fucking swaggy. And it's got the <laughs> vicious jazz saxophone in that bitch. It has no right to be that vicious, dog. Now, of course, we already know Darkwing Duck. That joint is a fucking classic bop. Um, what was the other one? Oh, the uh, the tailspin joint with the long version of the tailspin theme song. My nigga, that joint rocks. I'm telling you, none of these songs have any business being mm-hmm. that good. But whoever was the Disney composer from like the late '80s through the right. '90s hit their motherfucking mark every goddamn time with them shows. Because even even the the least the most underrated cartoon and least watched one because it was too scary for a lot of kids. Gargoyles. That joint did not I even have Gargoyles. a song. It had like just theme music. It it was like it's like X Men. It had a theme that didn't have mm-hmm. no fucking something words to it. Yep. Bruh, orchestral magic. I'm sorry, that shit is so fucking legit. So whoever was at Disney. Like if you ever find if you ever listen to that you know go back and relive your childhood especially anybody who grew Yo, up with all that shit man hey, those songs are so good. That's the one thing that I want to say about that so vicious about YouTube is the fact that you could go back and have these nostalgia like <laughs> injection just in, nostalgia injected directly into your brain mm-hmm. essentially mm-hmm. And, and it's such like a weird moment because nostalgia is such a weird thing where you're kind of like. Yo, this is so crazy, but I'm so 
I feel so like almost sad that I can't really experience this how I experienced it back then. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, cause I, bro, I, I love on my free time when I'm like, especially when I'm about to go to sleep. Cause I kind of want to get that nice, good feeling when I'm about to go to sleep, obviously. Oh yeah. So I, I'll put on like a video that it just shows nothing, bro. But like fucking early 2000s commercials. Cause for me, that was like my, you know, as a kid growing up, still had like the innocence in you type of shit. And I just like I like listening to a lot of like the old commercials and shit like yeah, and um, yeah, it's just it's just fucking crazy, bro. When you when you go down that nostalgia, that nostalgia rabbit hole on YouTube, Mm -hmm. it's fucking crazy. I'm actually gonna show this to you. Hold on, cause I'm a I I got to I got to. All right, hold on. All right, so you already know what it is, nigga. <laughs> what? <laughs> that sex is crazy. I'm telling you. <laughs> the absolute goal, my nigga. The yeah. absolute goal. <laughs> but that part, that was like the extended version. I'm yeah. Right? Uh huh. Nigga, imagine like. It, it kind of blows you that it was. I don't want to say wasted on that, but like whoever that was, it was like, yo, like wh- you put in all your effort into something that was eventually cut down, shortened up, Bruh. And, <laughs> yo. And, and did you realize this growing up that sometimes like the, the same theme song over the seasons would get cut down into yes. being like at first it might have been like a minute long, yeah. Then like by season three, it's like you know. 40 seconds. Yep. You get like half by, the first verse and then the chorus. And then, yeah. then it's at the opening credits are done. <laughs> yeah. Yo, the first season, you're always getting the mad long theme song, dog. But it's it's almost for certain that by season three, it's getting cut down. Oh, dog. yeah. And then they might change the joint later on. And they it's might usually, do like it's a usually, re- it's usually a It's usually trash when they change the joint, though. Oh, I'd be so mad, I mean, dog. Yeah, because I say, look, Sister Sister had a cool theme song when it came on, right? They changed it around season three or four, something like that. I wasn't with it. I wasn't with it. It, it really matters, dog. Really I'm trying does. to tell you, it really fucking matters. It really like, does. that's why. And you know, that's why. Let's talk about one of the greatest theme songs of all time for any fucking show. Argue with your mama and your fucking grandmama, okay? Hmm. I want to be the very best. Dun, dun, dun. No one ever wants. Nigga, dun, that dun, right dun, there is how... That's how you do it because they never changed it, dog. Never. To my knowledge, to my knowledge, that was it until the nigga Ash fucking retired to <laughs> threw it up. So his name was in the rafters, bro. It was the same exact joint. That's the only one we will accept. Fuck the bullshit. Uh, yeah, and, uh, until they came out with that Pokemon GX, BX, DX bullshit that got nothing to do with the original canon storyline. Nigga, so, it's like Pokemon, like Power Rangers. It's like 150 seasons, yeah. <laughs> bruh, crazy dog. So yeah, bro, that that's again another just epic, epic. Oh, and another fucking epic, uh, from childhood, the fucking Arthur theme song. Bruh. I did not know who who'd you say it was. It was um, Ziggy I want to say it was Ziggy Marley. I think it was Ziggy. And it makes so much sense as an adult. Exactly. You know I mean? Hold on, let me let me verify that. I mean, I, I, again, I don't doubt that at all. But. Ziggy Marley. It was Ziggy. 
And they said, like, you see him, like, there's, I saw a video of him performing it. They literally did not change anything. All they did was add, like, the little kids in the background. And I think they might have sped it up a little bit. Because he goes, he actually says, and I say, hey. And then you got the little kids that go, hey, what a wonderful <laughs> yeah. kind of day. They didn't change shit, but put it over a nice swaggy beat. Bruh. That's one of the most legit theme songs for a show that I think just about everybody watched. Because whether you had cable or you didn't have cable, you, <laughs> you fucking had access to Arthur, nigga. <laughs> you had PBS, my nigga. Public broadcast service. Exactly. It was. Yo, and it's funny because it would always be like brought to you by, you know, some random ass corporation, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, because PBS was the wild, you and know. Viewers uh, like you. Yeah, and viewers <laughs> like you. Thank you. <laughs> and they hear the, you hear the, uh, the drum. Dum, dum, dum. Mm -hmm. Every day when you walking down the streets, <laughs> everybody that you meet hey. has an original point of view. Hey, 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 hey. And I say, hey, hey, what, what a wonderful kind of Hey, my day. nigga, that was, oh, man. <laughs> you, you know, know that, is a, that is, I'm telling you, there is classic theme songs from a classic. generation of shows, whether they were live shows or cartoons, and... They, every time they hit, let's, they hit hard. Like I'm sorry, I still think the goddamn Roseanne theme song is hard than a motherfucker, uh, and that's like some like country jazzy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that joint. I ain't even gonna lie. Down, 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 down. I, I was never a Roseanne fan, and then when it would come on on Nick at Night, uh -huh. at, like after like Full House or Fresh Prince, I'd yeah. be so gone because I'm like, God damn, I don't want to watch. I'm telling no, I'm telling you, the theme song was vicious. Again, it got cut down over time. Oh, but for sure. like the theme song, like I just thought musically was just so vicious. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like no. I like I like the theme song to a lot of shows that I never watched. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, I'll feel you on that. Um no, let's let's talk about a very iconic one. Okay. And it's so simple. Again, never changed throughout the years. It did get shorter. We're talking about the whole shorter thing. Yeah. And that's the Simpsons theme song. Yo, short. Iconic. They, they definitely iconic like shit, and they definitely shortened the fuck out. Right. Because at first the joint was like a good two minutes. Mm-hmm. You had there the was a bunch like, of different musical changes. Yeah, it really, it really did. It had all of that shit at first, and then by like season ten, nigga, that joint was like less than thirty seconds. You know what? It's one of those theme songs. I think it's just been a part of like American culture for so long that like if you hear it, you instantly can play it in your head and follow the animation in your head. You know what I'm saying? To that goes with the music. Like the part where Lisa's playing the saxophone, where Marge is in the grocery store, and then yep. uh, Maggie gets backed up along with the groceries, and where it, it kind of gets now. a little more cheery once Bart hits the street, and he and then Homer takes the the he remember he used to take the piece of uranium and throw it out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this nigga threw a radioactive substance into the neighborhood, yo. <laughs> oh my yo, god! I'm trying to tell you, bro. And again, all over a vicious piano. Mm -hmm. Again, like one of the most iconic of the iconic TV show themes ever, in my opinion. Ever. Now another one, which again. Maybe not as iconic, but I do think it was great in how they did it because the the creators of the show, I didn't know this before, but were very musically inclined, and that's the creators of uh, Family Guy. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> the fucking theme song for Family Guy, again, iconic. I don't think it ever changed it at didn't. all. It didn't, and it was a playoff of... Have you ever heard of All in the Family? 
No, I haven't. All in the Family was a TV show. I think it was like in the late 60s, early 70s. It was on TV for the most part. You ever mm-hmm. heard of the character Archie Bunker? Yes. Okay, Archie Bunker was the main character of All in the Family. And okay, All yes. in the Family, just like Lois and Peter sing at the piano, Archie and his wife Edith sing at the piano. And it's a whole different song. It's way slower than like, but it's like, those are the days. They sing some shit like that. But it's it's modeled after that. Apparently Seth right. MacFarlane loved that fucking show. And I'm only, I'll know this information because y'all, as I don't know if I've said it before, but I watch a ridiculous amount of YouTube informational videos oh, about like I'm, history I'm and just everything. And I this is literally that. one I came across the other day. But for Family Guy, Seth MacFarlane loved uh, All in the Family so much that he copied the style of the <laughs> intro from that show. So if, you've, mm-hmm. if y'all have never seen All in the Family because y'all are young and y'all have never seen any of that old ass TV, uh, the, the beginnings of it look quite similar when they're on the piano singing together. Mm-hmm. But of course, Family Guy launches into a whole dance routine <laughs> and all that other shit. Another classic fucking theme song, though. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, I'm trying to think of any other ones that... Honestly, you know, I would just... I could say you could put South Park into that lexicon right now. Although, I don't think that the South oh, Park man. theme is as iconic as Family Guy or the No, Simpsons. no, 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 no. But it is, it is kind of, yeah. but like you said, not as iconic as... Okay, and one very very simple, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yes. I don't know why we saw to think about this Facts. one. But that was, again, one of them that was like three minutes long at first because yep. it was actual a whole actual song by yep. Will Smith. And uh, Honestly, most and, of these theme songs for those old TV family shows were long songs. Family, mm-hmm. family Matters, uh, Full House... I think step by step, all of those were existing songs. Well, maybe not step mm-hmm. by step, but the other songs I'm pretty sure were like full existing songs that they made for the show. Yo, the Full House theme song, 100%. Mm-hmm. It's in the Raptors as, as one of the best, uh, uh, at least at the very least sitcom yeah. uh, 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 theme song. And I, I honestly, I got to put Family Matters in. As days go that was the joint that rocked on Friday nights for right sure. behind Full House, nigga. So yes, days go by. Um, as much as I hate it, the original Cosby theme song is mm. still a fucking bop. That no, joint is course, vicious. Sure. I hate to even bring it up because of that nigga, and he <laughs> fucks up good shit, just like R. Kelly yeah. fucks up good oh, shit. Oh, yeah. But goddamn it, I have to give it up to the first theme song for that goddamn show. And honestly, all the theme songs for that damn show, because all the theme songs for that damn show were cooked. Every season had a different theme song, different dance moves, and they were all vicious as shit. Mm-hmm. But again, R. Kelly fucks shit up. Right. R- R- Another one. Cosby. <laughs> the the George Lopez show uh, theme song. Boy, Low Rider was already a nas- an international Rider. bop for yeah. decades, man. Mm-hmm. He, he just picked the perfect fucking song. Perfect. <laughs> That's it. Like George Lopez show, vicious dog. Uh, hey yo, I dog. I there was a time in my life, dog, where the George I would not miss an episode of George Lopez show. Mm-hmm. It was just it was so vicious at that time. I don't even know. It was just a. I don't know if that show would be successful today, but it 100% was at the time. It was, it was great, bro. I got to say, as as for the new generation of stuff, because I guess yeah, it started coming on when I was towards a teenager, mm-hmm. like, you know, middle schoolish, high schoolish. Fucking Moesha, nigga. The theme song to the original mm-hmm. season of Moesha, that oh. always will be legendary. It's like, Mo, ta-da, eat, ta-da. Oh, nah, yeah. you can't fuck with Moesha, dog. Hold that on, joint on. had it. I think I can right here. And I don't know if you watch this show. But dog, uh, the fucking theme song of this show. I'm not even gonna say what it is. But let's see if you remember it. Okay. Is that uh 
That's one of them Disney cartoons, isn't it? Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Cousin, Cousin, Cousin Skeeter. Skeeter. I, don't know if you're <laughs> I was like, which which black kid? Which 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 black kid? Kids black kid was it? <laughs> it definitely was Cousin Skeeter. Nah. Oh, so this is, and this you want to you want to do that? I'm gonna take you to the Disney Channel and the motherfucking um, what's that girl's name? Penny Proud, the Proud family. Oh, 100 percent. You don't even have to do that. I'm with you. <laughs> the Proud family dropped. I, I, dog, and wow, they come we, to, we, I thought it was Destiny Child that sang that whole time. Solange is being backed up by Destiny's Child on that theme song. That's the joke really? that kills me. Yes. Solange is the one singing the words, and then Destiny's Child hit the chorus with her. I was like, <laughs> when I found that out, I said, I'm dead because I know Beyonce mad. Yeah. <laughs> That's a joint. You and me, always be fine. Mm-hmm. Family every single day and night. Bro, that joint was so vicious. Like that car- oh. again, another cartoon that had no business with a vicious at that vicious of a song. One hundred percent. Even though, don't get me wrong, Proud Family is a legendary show. I feel facts. facts. Um, it just had. It, it, it was just too big. It was too and great of a show. I, I give it up to this show, which I have actually never seen a full episode of to this day, because I was a little old when it came on. But that mm-hmm. motherfucking Kim Possible theme song rocked. Dog. Oh, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yo, <laughs> yo, listen. I'm no. I'm the same way. Where like I might have watched an episode or two of Kim Possible, but it definitely was not a show I watch regularly. Mm-hmm. But before I would change the channel, I would definitely let the theme song rock. I have heard that theme song rock. more often than I've seen an episode of that show. That's pretty much what <laughs> For it is. Sure. There's no question about it. No question about look, it. I don't, you know what's? I don't know who's singing that song, but they hit that joint, hit you with the Kim. I was like, yo, yeah. okay, go ahead, girl. Let's hold on. We got to Oh, you know who I think that is actually? Who? I want to say that's JoJo. Really? Why do I remember something like that? Oh, no. Okay. I mean, I guess you could say it's maybe like the same wheelhouse, but it's actually Christina Milian. Really? Okay. Yeah. I get, no, Christina got a voice though. Yeah. She was yeah, in that I mean, one movie with a John Travolta where she was like the pop star and she could sing really well. And to be fair, that song isn't like a super rangy, you know, theme it's, song. It's really not, no. But I, I mean, mean, yo, the residuals that she probably got from that bitch playing in syndication and shit. Yeah, that she's still probably getting, let's be real. I'm telling Dis- you. On Disney Plus, are you serious? Mm. That Disney Plus check is probably crazy. I'm telling you. It's impossible is one of them shows like, you know, all girls from... You know, a certain era for sure probably watched Kim Possible at a certain point. Oh sure. yeah, for sure, absolutely yeah. sure. Like those are those were some of fucking that channel Disney Channel's biggest properties at that time, I, I believe. Uh, let, let's go to another. Let's not forget this one before before we forget. Okay. The Keenan and Kel theme song. Do you remember bruh, that, bro? Yes. Honey. With Coolio. Yep, and and then uh, turn that right back around on all that with TLC. Oh yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah. Again, iconic theme songs, dog. Yo, the, what what what's the what's the fucking singer on TLC that sounds like a little kid when they're when they're kind of doing the little rapping thing? Oh, that's um that's uh Left Eye. Is that Left Eye? Yep. <laughs> Yo, she sounds like a little fucking child. Dog. <laughs> She's always had that kind of young sounding voice. It's all of that. <laughs> We're entertaining you. We all of that. <laughs> Yo, oh my God. Uh, I, I so wish that I could just experience certain eras of my life again. Just or just like as a fly on the wall, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like maybe not specifically certain eras of my life, but definitely be like a fly on the wall of like 2003 me or something like that. Yeah, man. Because 
you see there's just so much random good music that comes out and it doesn't mm-hmm. always have to be r&b or hip-hop or yeah, you know rock you know. music and shit like that something like that again some of these songs and i know we kind of we started out with like work soundtracks and shit we sound we started with at work and we just kind of came over to the tv side but yo some of these shits like these are some of the most again the most iconic car- uh theme songs that we've had whether they were live action or cartoon some sure. of the like the coolest actually sounding songs that were mm-hmm. out there at that time, you know, f- especially for a theme song. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of ridiculous. And good music is good music. Let's let's talk about one for me, um, video game wise, Mortal Kombat. Oh. I think it's it's one of the most iconic theme songs of a video game without a, without even a question of a doubt. It's definitely Facts. top five for me, probably at least top ten, just because when you hear the Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. yeah, like you just know it just has a certain energy to it. And I remember when I first heard that joint. On the uh, the Mortal Kombat movie that came out like fucking in like the late nineties or whenever it was or early nineties I think it might have been. Mm-hmm. It was just it's just a, I don't know man. It, it, again it's like more of like a dance trance technoy kind of vibe, yep. but it, it just made you feel kind of like oh shit some shit's about to happen. Yeah, it made you ready for and, fight, uh, Nick. <laughs> yeah, literally, it kind of gives you that impression like okay you're about to fight for your life, literally. Exactly. Oh, I got another game for you. Vicious ass soundtrack. Mm. Goldeneye. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and anybody who grew up with that, because I was in middle school when Golden Eye came out, bro, I wasn't no good at it, but the music was flawless. I loved it. Flawless. That, yeah, no, uh, uh, man. Honestly, James Bond in general, uh, soundtracks were pretty, pretty, pretty tight. Like yeah. they always had, obviously, like the the classic that. Oh, of course, you got to start with that. But some of the music was just so smooth; it was literally yeah. like James Bond in a club talking oh, to a jump. Oh, nigga, <laughs> nigga, did you ever see what the Golden Eye pause screen? Uh, oh my God, it's 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 fucking beautiful. I'm I'm sure you've probably heard this, but yes. Yes, iconic, iconic. How? What? It has like you said, it has no business being this good. Mm-mm. And nigga, that's the pause screen. Yes. <laughs> like what? And you know what? We would pause the game and let that joke rock. Like for real. Nigga. Like <laughs> yes. Like if you had to like clean your room. Yeah. <laughs> you might just turn press pause and just let that shit rock forever. Shit. Dog. Yo, Man. I'm telling you, dog, that shit. I'm sur- why has nobody sampled that? Is my question. No that's bull. That's that's. You know what? There might be a lot. <clears throat> Excuse me. There might be a lot to sample in that. Uh, <laughs> you're right. You're right. That is true. Because like- you got the video game, and you got the actual creators of the music, mm-hmm. and who knows how many layers of that shit is. But I yeah. mean, somebody should sample that joint because that would be Dude, a fucking. That, that would be fire. so iconic to have that joint just pop up yeah. over some speakers one day. Another good soundtrack to me was. Always the Legend of Zelda games. Oh yeah, but particularly the N sixty four ones, uh-huh. Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Oh mm. my god, uh, it's just it's something like magical about those soundtracks. This is kind of crazy, man. Um, but yeah, that whole that whole era of Nintendo was just fucking crazy, dog. Yeah, were... they had they had they. I feel like every major uh, entertainment block, whether it was video games, TV, movies, or whatever, like the soundtracks hit because remember back in the day movies had specific soundtracks where motherfuckers would create a whole new songs just for that soundtrack mm-hmm. it wasn't like oh, okay we're just gonna take fireman from lil wayne and put it on the soundtrack <laughs> of this joint no like lil wayne made a whole fresh joint for that, for sure. for that soundtrack like you know what I'm saying? Damn, hey that is such a like 
early 2000s thing right there. Yeah, late is all through the 90s, through the early 2000s. I really think it stopped about mid mid to late 2000s. Yeah, for sure. But you're so right. There would be certain songs that'd be like the theme song of a movie. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it like it would be like uh in parentheses it would be like whatever theme song. And exactly. Like, Holy shit, that does not happen and it has not happened for a very long time. Like I remember what the song uh was it the jump with Jay Z, Emil, and and Ja Rule? Now see you bounce with me, bounce with me. I can't remember what it's called. That's that's a uh, theme song. It was a theme song to I think Nothing to Lose, which was like Tim Robbins and um, I believe Chris Tucker. And it was a movie from like the I want to say like ninety eight, ninety nine, something it, like that. Can I can I get a? Can I get a? There you go. Can I get a what? Yeah, yeah. I guess it is. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's the song. Yep, kick Yo, that, your bounce. Yep, that's what it is. Can I get a that was Oh no, the, that you know what that's for that's for Rush that. Hour. Was it Rush Hour? Yep, this is right here. What what album was that? You're right. It was on the on the Rush Hour uh album. Okay, well it's still a Chris Tucker movie, so I was close. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, because remember uh, back in the day you would have clips from the movie inserted into the the music video if it was from that soundtrack. Oh yeah. Oh, or best... sometimes they would show up in the uh the the fucking Actors in the movie would show up in the music video and mm-hmm. shit like that. And one of the best soundtracks from a movie ever, and I will stand on this ten toes for the rest of my fucking life, <laughs> is fucking Waiting to Exhale from the movie Waiting to Exhale. I don't think I've ever seen that. Dude. I'm pretty sure it was produced by Whitney Houston. Oh, man. And, of course, whoever was doing that. But, like, Whitney Houston, SWV, uh, Aretha oh, Franklin, you Patty You actually LaBelle. sent me this before. Yeah, like Patti LaBelle, uh, was Shantae Moore. Like, there's just uh, Mary J. Blige. All of these women are, were powerhouses of R&B back in the day. And they all are on this fucking album. And even Brandy's on that album. Like, you know what I'm look, saying? Like, all like look, all the biggest power players, female singers in R&B at that time look, are on that let me album. Just, let me just read out who's on this real quick. Aretha Franklin, Whitney Houston... Shaka Khan, SWV, Mary J. Blige, Patti LaBelle, Tony Braxton, uh, Winnie Houston again with CC uh, Winans, mm-hmm. uh, Brandy, TLC, Faith Evans. Jeez. I'm telling you, power, power. That album is so fucking good. The movie's good. The the album is great. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but no, I'm telling you, it's, it's it's a lot of fucking. A lot of good music in media in general, man. Yes, very Crazy. true. All right, well, we didn't really hit y'all over the head. Uh, with a we 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 went oh, we went divergent on every topic. I feel like every topic that you can think of with music and media. So I think that's what the episode will be called, like something about music, music and media. media. Yeah, <laughs> but and, I mean, and definitely keep the conversation going. Yes, uh, just because this is such a fun thing to talk about. Again, we talked mm-hmm. about how nostalgia is such a cool thing, man, and we love to reminisce about you know, how things used to be and shit like that. Yep. But definitely, you know, again, TV theme songs, I could talk about it all day. I'm oh, sure, I'm positive there's a few that we missed oh, that are yes. absolute classics that are at none, no questions asked, legendary songs. So definitely let us know in the comment section. Let us know uh, in the DMs what y'all think certain, uh, you know, different theme songs or, or music that was used in, you know, other media, movies, TV, whatever. Yeah. So. Definitely, let us know. Definitely, y'all. So we're gonna get up out of here for the evening. Thanks for riding down the, the nostalgia train with oh, us. Man. And yo, be good. And if you can't be good, at least try to be the best that you can. And if you can't do that, man, at least make your mama proud, man. And if you can't do that, man, and you go on a solo trip by yourself to Nashville, Tennessee, man, <laughs> check the weather at the very least. 
Listen to your mom when she tell you, hey, bring a jacket with you. You never know when it's going to rain. <laughs> nah, mom, the, the fucking shit says it's not going to rain all weekend. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> oh, you never know. You never know. The weather be off all the time. You know? Mm -hmm. Nigga, just bring that fucking jacket. Wrap it around your waist. You'll be thankful later when you have a phone that fucking works. You don't have to walk around Nashville finding out how to get back home. <laughs> so there you go. That's my rap for the week. There you go, y'all. All right, y'all. Take care of each other. Love each other. Wash your ass. Wash your hands. And be safe yes, overall. We'll holler at y'all later. Peace. Peace.